Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know of an exciting opportunity that is happening right now. So if you'd like to be a part of an apartment complex right here and right now, there is an investment opportunity. It's a 250-unit apartment community that my team, Blue Spruce, has under contract. We're putting our own money into this one because we love the numbers on it, and we would love to invite you to have an opportunity to invest right alongside with us. So the way that you can do that is there is a link, and it's within the show notes, and that is for you to register your interest to invest alongside with Adam Adams and Blue Spruce Holdings. So scroll down right now and find that link. It is realbluespruce.com forward slash portal. Find that link, click the link, and we will be investing together on this 250 unit. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Value add versus cash flow. Yield play versus value play. So let's talk a little bit about this right now. Do you have a self-directed IRA invested in a syndication? Guess what? It's a ticking time bomb. Why? Because IRAs get hit with UBIT taxes, even Roth IRAs. Hi, I'm Damian Lupo, and we fix this problem for you forever. It gets even better because using the EQRP, you can literally get rid of taxes, all your taxes from all your gains forever, and protect your nest egg. The EQRP is the best vehicle to get it done. IRAs can't do it, not even Roth IRAs. You see, UBIT happens whenever any type of IRA invests in anything with debt. Don't worry, even if your IRA is already invested in a deal, we can kill that tax. Our team at the EQRP company is here to give you control of your retirement money and free you from that deadly IRA tax forever. Want to learn more about the EQRP? Text the word EQRP to the number 72000. I'll text you my special report and send you a copy of the QRP book. Paying a 37% UBIT tax is stupid. First step to getting rid of that tax is to text EQRP to 72000 now. So a yield play or a cash flow play means that you buy it for the cash flow that it makes every single month. A, a value play or a value add is when you purchase a property to reposition it, when you change the way that that property is. Let's look at it in terms of single family. So look at the difference between having a single family rental versus a fix and flip. Obviously, both make you money, right? If you're buying them with the correct numbers, both should make you money. It's easier to analyze. It's way easier to analyze a rental, especially if it's had the same tenant for some time. So if you go and find a landlord that is selling a house and they have the same tenants in there for the last several years, and you can reasonably assume that that same tenant's going to be paying a similar amount of money and you can analyze the a cost, all of the expenses that he's been paying versus all the expenses that you know you're going to have to pay what he was paying for property management, what you will be paying for property management. It's a very easy, safe, comfortable way to say, hey, if I just buy this, I've got some cash flow coming in. It might only be a few hundred bucks a month, but you know, it might be a few hundred bucks a month as opposed to maybe 10 grand, 20 grand, or even 100 grand that you might be able to make on a flip. However, I prefer, my company prefers to be able to buy those cash flows. So let's look over here for a moment and talk about somebody who is running a business of fix and flips. Obviously, you go in there, you got to analyze lots of different things you can't see behind the walls. Oftentimes, you're not even seeing the floor. You're underwriting with 
uh, larger amounts of money. And sometimes you think you're going to make a hundred grand or at least it looks like you make a hundred grand because you buy it for a hundred thousand and you sell it for 200,000. But in the reposition prop process or the fix and flip process that you're going through with this single family, there is a chance that the market goes down on you by 10% and you're trying to sell it fast and all of a sudden the market dips. On a $500,000 house, you thought you were going to sell it for $500,000. The market dips by just 10%. All of a sudden you've lost 50 grand. You've lost 100% of your profits. Or what if you're trying to reposition or fix and flip this single family house and out of nowhere, there was something behind the wall. It costs you way more. Has there ever been a time that this has happened? Yes, all the time. A lot of fix and flippers think that they're going to pay one amount of money, but then they find out that it could be a 50%, double, or even triple the amount of cost that they originally projected. Obviously, when you're doing fix and flips, there's a larger amount of upside. So maybe you'll lose 10 grand. Maybe you lose 50 grand. Maybe you'll make five. And there's even a potential if you're doing a fix and flip to make $100,000, right? So I don't like doing the fix and flips. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. And the future is less known than just buying for cash flow on two years history. Okay, so this kind of gives you an example with single family residences. So the way my company underwrites the deals is we have something called the Holy Trinity plus the bonus. Okay, you have to have that bonus. Uh, we learned the Holy Trinity from the education company that taught us what we were doing, and they go by this thing called the Holy Trinity. That's an eight cap, a 12% cash on cash, and a 1.6% debt service coverage ratio. If you do those, you're being able to buy for cash flow, and you'll be in a safe position. But that is nothing without what we put on as the last, as the bonus, which you have to actually analyze your total ROI over five years. You have to actually take the time to understand what's going to happen with that. Because if I just go and buy a property that's never going to appreciate, that the rents are already high, if I'm getting that 8, 16, 8, 12, and 16, great. But if it doesn't have a ROI on the back end, I'm going to just go ahead and skip it. So the way my company underwrites a deal is a little bit different. Those other companies, when, they're, when I'm talking about the overall ROI, they're underwriting a deal only with the ROI in mind and not with the holy trinity that is very, very uh, necessary. So instead of having an opportunity to go through and uh, reposition a property and your ROI is maybe 100% over five years or 200% over four years, whatever your underwriting process, if you are completely skipping the holy trinity of getting an eight cap, a 12% cash on cash and a 1.6% debt service coverage ratio, you're putting yourself into a scary position. Yes, of course, you have an upside potential that could be very, very high. But if all you have is an upside potential that's very, very high, but you're not putting yourself in a good position today, we believe it's risky. So that's how our company underwrites and analyzes our deals based on kind of like if it's going to be a rental or if it's going to be a fix and flip. We prefer the yield play, the cash flow over the value add, over the value play over the reposition. Yeah, if you guys want to make all of your money in repositions, more power to you. I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you. For me to be able to sell my investors and we raise millions of dollars on our deals, I prefer to be able to tell them that their money is safe. I prefer to know that their money is safe, that I'm not going to have to go through a risky thing to give them a return. So I hope that helps you guys today. 
Again, I am only doing this video series based on just the questions that I get from you, the listeners. So if you have any other questions, I'll go ahead and make a video for you and hopefully help a lot of other people understand the ins and outs of getting into multifamily investing. Thank you again. Bye.